Welcome to the Rod and Cindy Podcast, live here in Phoenix, Arizona, in the backyard of Cookie's house. And my beautiful co-host here is... Cindy Rella. <laughs> Cindy Rella. I knew that was going to come. I just had that feeling that she's going to do the Cindy Rella thing. Yeah, because I would like to share something with that. Is that okay? Oh, sure. That's, right. that's okay. Fantastic. Well, happy Valentine's Day for you first. How's that? Yeah, happy Valentine's Day <laughs> to you and all you out there. <laughs> Every day is Valentine's Day because you know why? Bottom line, it's about your heart. It's about love. It's about giving. It's about sharing. It's about all that beautiful, cute stuff. The cute stuff. The cute stuff. Not the, not the ugly stuff, just the cute stuff. Yeah, the cute stuff. Yeah. The peace and love and granola bars. Granola bars? And Birkenstocks. Oh, Birkenstocks and granola bars. <laughs> awesome. Well, cheers to you on Valentine's Day. Yeah, cheers to you. Thank no, you. There you oh, go. There we go. Yes. Um, uh, you have a story you said? I do. So real quick, on uh, I go to a philosophy class, an international philosophy class on Monday nights, and our teacher happened to bring up um, the Pandora's box. Do you know what's in the Pandora's box, Rod? Besides air? Uh-huh, besides air. I'm going to guess. This is just a guess, but hope might be in the Pandora's box. Hope. Wow. Is that a tangible hope, like female or... Yes, yes. She was hiding in the box for a long time. <laughs> she was contortionist, and she contortioned her body into this Pandora box. Oh, my god! And then when it opened it up, it's like a jack-in-a-box. Okay, that's funny. All right, yeah. All right. You, yes. actually, you actually laughed at that I one. I did laugh. It was cute. That was funny. All right. So anyways, yes, you're right. Hope, that's what it's about. So he happened to talk about it, um, or bring it up on Monday night. Well, when I came home that night, I was laying in bed researching some stuff, and all of a sudden, the uh, Psyche and Arrows uh, picture and the story of Psyche and Arrows popped up on my phone. And I'm like, goodness sakes, where'd that come from? So I know, right? Amazing. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, how synchronous is that? He talks about the Pandora's box. And guess what today is? What's it again? Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And so it's perfect because that's what Cupid is about, right? Right, we, absolutely. Yeah, we celebrate Cupid on this day and love. And that's yep. what Psyche and Arrows is all about. However, Cinderella, Walt Disney's uh, animated cartoon uh, show or movie, I mean, um, is based on that. So Cinderella is about Psyche and Arrows. And if you have not ever seen or heard of Psyche and Arrows, I highly recommend that you Google that and read about them. It's fascinating. And um, Cupid's mom is Aphrodite. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. So it's a fabulous, fabulous um, uh, story and lots of virtues, lots of uh, meaning behind it. And anyway, so... Getting back to Cinderella, it, Cinderella is pretty much based off of that. So it's you said it's got a lot of virtues. Mm-hmm. What what do you mean by that? Virtues are you know things that are um, positive and negative, but they're things that we should work on, like tolerance or love or passion or um, anger or fear or what have you. Virtues are all kinds of different. You know, words and things. I like that. That's mm-hmm. that's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, V for victory, V for Valentine's Day, V for Holy Grail, and virtue and the Holy Grail yep, and the sacred feminine. Sacred feminine. That's My what favorite. I know what. So that's what kind of reminds me of what the Valentine's about is. You know, it is a sacred feminine. It's, it's really interesting. Is that um, it's part of who we are, and. Uh, and I don't know if it, it's it's something how I grow up grew up and you you know this and everything else is that um, I think Valentine's Day is one of the big best days to um, just let your loved one know how much you care about them and you know like like you gave me a box of chocolates you know to show me how much you love me and there's no chocolates inside of it. <laughs> it's like OMG, what happened there? <laughs> Crazy. No, that's all right. But you know, it's the what it is is I think it's it's actually for the virtue of the woman, and it's the Holy Grail. It's because the women are the Holy Grail. So I think I believe Valentine's Day should you should cater to a woman, and that I don't think the man needs the catering to like a female does. And so 
you know, they get the flowers, they get the chocolates, they get the wine that you have on the table here. You, got, you have all that, right? You have your chocolates, you have your wine. and Yeah, I'm taking in my antioxidants right now. My <laughs> dark chocolate and red wine. Heck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what a great time, huh? <laughs> exactly. What a great time to be doing a podcast. You know, it's over class, overcast skies. It's been raining off and on all day today. Finally, which Phoenix needed. Oh, Phoenix my goodness. Phoenix needed it really bad. I know she driving dry, in here. Oh, dry, man. dry, dry. Like yeah. the Sahara Desert. Well, isn't Phoenix a desert area? Anyway? <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, I, I came out of, you know, driving from Idaho all the way here because I had a few stops that I did. You know, my last podcast you heard, I was in California and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, everything's wet on, on my drive. I get here and it's really dry. I'm giving everything a shock I touch. I mean, it's really interesting. It's, it's a, everything's shocking me and shocking everybody and that. So it's quite dry here. It is. Several people have actually had like bloody noses. Wow, that dry, huh? Yeah, that dry, and you know allergies because there's a bunch of garbage in the air. Yeah, it's really funny that you said uh, the guy was blowing his nose and in, in AJ's today. I was in there, and uh, it's funny that this guy just was blowing it really hard. First of all, I don't believe you should be blowing your nose in public like that anyway. If it's going to be that loud, it was unbelievably loud, and he just it, it did. It sounded like it was he was honking the horn or something. He pulls it out, and he looks at it after he blows his nose into this napkin. And he goes, oh, my God, part of my brain is left in the napkin. <laughs> <laughs> this damn dry weather, you know. So anyway. Well, maybe it was a part of the brain that wasn't uh, necessary. Right. You know, we get rid of things that don't serve us anymore. <laughs> you know, I went over there, and I actually introduced myself to him and everything else because he just sounded like a guy that you'd want to party with. And that. Right on. And come to find out, no, that he wasn't the guy you really wanted to party with. He, <laughs> he wanted to show me what was in his napkin. Right on. And then <laughs> I don't know who came up and grabbed him and said, let's go. And it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, see ya. Bye, George. <laughs> his name is George, by the way. What a great guy, though. But think about the, you know, as he looked, he had this horrifying look on his face that part of his brain was was left in the napkin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm Rod Lyman. This is Cindy Movie. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Bailey is right next to Cindy. And if you guys don't know who Bailey is, uh, Bailey is Cindy's uh, guard dog. (laughs) Totally. Totally. (laughs) Cindy's guard dog. She she thinks, uh, he thinks, sorry, Bailey. He thinks he is this big old junkyard dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's what? Wet? I think he's like, what, four pounds? Uh, maybe five and a half. Five and a half pounds? If, okay, yeah. Because he's wet. getting a little chunky. He's getting chunky. <laughs> she calls him Buddha. I do. He's my little Buddha bear. He's a little. Oh, beautiful. Long haired, blonde, long haired chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> he's very protective of mommy. Very always, protective. Always protective. Yep. So I've had such a wonderful trip to get here. Uh, we've done some wonderful stuff. We worked with uh, Jeanette Saint Germain uh, doing a, doing a, yeah doing a meditation. That was amazing meditation. Man. It was super cool. What a great concept uh, she absolutely. came up with. Oh, I love that idea. It's like you know, to bring in the divine, you know, and have the male energy come in and anchor the feminine, which has then brought your female energy mm-hmm. in, which is the Mary Magdalene energy. And then she brought in Sophia, which was the divine energy. And we just brought it all together. Crazy thing was, is that it was overpowering the male energy. But you know, after a while, it became one. But it was very overpowering. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, though. I, I'll I'd love to do that again. That was to to feel that and watch that. That's that's amazing energy. We had a lot of fun. That was in Tempe with uh, at Jeanette uh, Saint Germain's place, which is uh, Radiant Soul. Yes, in Tempe, Arizona. Beautiful place. Uh, mm-hmm. It really is, and she, she just matches it. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah. So she started channeling. That was she. That, it was wonderful. I just we love, love, love it, and we're going to actually be back there again Friday, doing a question and answer on uh, spiritual relationships, and I'm kind of excited about that. And so I thought I'd throw you a bunch of spiritual relationship questions at you right now, and just I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's move on to the <laughs> next subject. <exactly>. So. <laughs> So then um, I had a Blue Star class this weekend. Yes. That was beautiful. Amazing people came in for this class. First and foremost, you have to be um, either a Reiki 1 or 2 practitioner. And so I had these uh, practitioners come in. And wow. I, I 
blew me away. It was a two-day intense course. You know, was, we did level one on Saturday, and then we did the master on Sunday. People drove from, oh, my gosh, this one lady, she drove from a long ways away. I don't even know, Queen Creek or something like that. I always say it wrong, so. You said it right. I you said it right good. that time. Yeah, you, got you good. did good. You did good. So she drove all the way from there, and uh, then there's another one from Altuki. I mean, they were they were all out, out of town, towners, yeah. and uh, blew them away. Blew them away. The energy that you come up with and what you take home with you, and home is is a big word. You mm-hmm. know, what you take home with you, it it turns turns your whole life around. It, it changes you at Instantly, I mean, Blue Star is amazing in its own right, and because it's using the Christ conscious energy, that. Mm-hmm. But it's not allowing the. It's not just bringing the Christ conscious energy in. It's going to get information. It's going out there and getting it. And I love that. How, I mean, we go through the Alice Bailey stuff with it. How it goes through steps and everything. It's just amazing, amazing thing. Then you got up there and you started talking about the seven rays of light. Mm-hmm. And there's a part up there that I just I I loved. I well, I love every time you get up there and talk about you know, thank you uh, colors and energy and stuff like that. But when you got up there and you drew this triangle, and it's the Trinity that, mm-hmm. and I I saw something we talked about it earlier that I saw something in, in you when you brought it to to everybody's attention that it should be mother, son. In Holy Spirit, and explain that to me why why you believe it should be Mother, Son, and Holy Spirit instead of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. <laughs> well, it's really quite interesting because when I was sharing it in class, it was in conjunction with the um, seven rays and the logos and what have you. But as I had mentioned in class, is that you know um, religion uh, tells you it's you know the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. And so, for whatever reason, the last couple of days, I've been thinking about that, and it's like, wait a minute, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I've been on this huge feminine kick, and it's, I, I love it, I have a passion for it, but anyways, um, before we get into that, I was thinking, it came to me, I'm like, well, maybe it should be mother, child, and Holy Spirit, because, hmm, didn't Mother Mary get... Wasn't she like an immaculate conception? Oh, absolutely. She yeah, was a virgin. Yeah, right? A virgin. So no man was needed. Yeah, so these beautiful avatars came from a mom who was, in, you know, the immaculate conception. And it's like, okay, well, maybe it should be mother, child, and Holy Spirit. And even even the other avatar, Siddhartha, Buddha. Siddhartha, yeah. Buddha, yep. his mom, you know, Maya, same thing. It was an elephant, but it's still of the higher spiritual realm and the, the, the spirit, the Holy Spirit. And so I'm thinking, wow, maybe instead of father, son, maybe it should be mother, child. <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm loving that because that's, that fits it so truly, what you said. I mean, there's so many immaculate conceptions out there that, uh huh, Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So... So this this is I think this may be a new movement for you, Sin. You think? Yeah, it's like kind of cool that uh, you came up with that. That uh, what a great immaculate conception. Thank you. You don't need a man. Well, true, but my my original thing when I was talking about that was because it was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right, was right. that it actually should be feminine, masculine, and the higher self. Right. But anyways, in the last couple of days, the other part came to me. I'm like, hmm. Well, maybe we should change that. Well, and see, and that's interesting because uh, in Blue Star, we talk about the Pleiadians and Ceres and that, mm-hmm. and we said that there's no such thing as male or female within the Pleiadians and Ceres. Right, right. So in to create the Christ conscious energy that we already observe and what comes to us, you know, through the great bear, which is the, the Big Dipper or the bear in the sky, you know, the tail of it. So... Warming up there, are you? Good. So, anyway, so that I mean, there is no uh, male or female energy. It's it's where we come from. It's our home. And when it's interesting when we do that meditation, going back home in the class. Now, wait. Is that your? Excuse me. Is that your home? Like a structured foundation here on Earth? Oh, yeah. Thank you. This is celestial home. Thank you. Okay. That's that's what I was going to. I'm sorry. I was going to explain that and tell you just. Sorry. Butted in. I'm sorry. 
Have another drink of your wine. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, I'm going to have a drink of my beer here in a second. Is I'm just The funny thing about this is that uh, when people go in through their meditation and they have this beautiful meditation and they go home in, in this Blue Star meditation, then I ask them when they come back, were you a male or a female? And they say, I was just was. I just was. There's no... There was no female. There was no male. It just they just were. Because it's all oneness. I think oh. they just felt the the energies of it, the blissfulness of it. It's oh, not, it absolutely. wasn't wasn't gender related oh, whatsoever. Absolutely not. Even energetically, it wasn't gender related. Nope. nope. No gender relation there. There's there's nothing. There's the whole the whole concept was is that uh, when you, you just are your energy, your pure energy, and at that point when you're pure energy, there's no male. There's no female. No. You know, our essence inside of us are, you know, we, always, we we have to label it as a goddess or a god within us. And I truly don't believe that there is such a thing as that of our essence being either female or male. You know, we always say, we, we talk about that as your essence is very strong. The warrior of Cindy came out and everything else and that. But <laughs> it doesn't mean that it was a female warrior. It doesn't mean it was a male warrior or anything aspect. It was your essence that came out. You know, I see her as this beautiful female, and that, but that's that's because that's how I see her. That's my my envisioning that I use in the physical world to see what the essence really looks like. Mm-hmm. So, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> it's great. Yes, and the whole thing about home, you know, capital H, is is just that. It's about you know. Visiting where we come from again, it's it's all we're all one. It's all one, and you know, thing is, is that what I'm understanding and feeling and believing myself is that you know when we hear God, we always want to make it a, a male gender, you know, and and that's okay. But for me personally, I feel and understand that it's both because if we're all oneness anyways, then the God is a representative of the higher source or of a. Of a, of a place, let's just say, home that we come from. And to me, my vision personally is this big, huge ball of beautiful, <laughs> white, glowing light. I don't Absolutely. know why. That's what I always see. Yep. And um, so with that being said, you know, it, why isn't it then, you know, God and goddess or masculine, feminine energies of this oneness of this God? You know, so in other words, God is both. Right. You know, and I think... Um, I think we should, you know, try to, you know, make that more um, uh, people to be for people to be more aware of, you know, let's let's make it both. Let's not make it a gender. But I know, you know, for millennials, it's been, you know, of the male, you know, aspect. And, and that's OK. I'm just saying maybe we should also remember that, you know, there is another side to everything. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's. I agree with that 100. percent Is that um, we, you know, we have to be open about some of these things that are coming out and mm-hmm. and what we're seeing and everything because it's not it's not black and white anymore. And, and things that we see in it isn't always true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really my eyes have been open on this trip here. You know, going seeing different people and everything else and, and teaching different places. And that my eyes have been open so much to the idea of excuses. And I find this excuse is very interesting is that um, I did an event in California and I heard this lady say to uh, another lady, it's like, well, it wasn't meant to be, I guess it is what it is. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. And I had this really feeling that she missed out on something. She really did miss out on something. It's, it's, it, and it was her own self-worth that she lost out. And missed mm-hmm. out. And it makes me sad because, you know, it's like, well, you know, I, I, I didn't make it to the Blue Star class, and I heard this before, too. I didn't make it to the Blue Star. It must not, it must be what it is. It is what it is. I guess it wasn't meant to be. I'll, I'll do the next one. And I told everybody, this may be the last class I teach in Phoenix, Arizona, a Blue Star class. You know, I may not teach this class, and there's a whole bunch of new classes coming up. So if you think it, it is what it is and it wasn't meant to be and everything else, maybe it's your own self-worth that didn't allow you to be there. Maybe you could have made it there, you know? 
there's missed opportunities all the time, and then we just have to know where our priorities are. And when we set our priorities past beyond our own benefits, and that we're doing something for somebody else all the time, right? Not for your own self. I mean, what a, I mean, this 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 weekend class, the Blue Star class, was unbelievable. Everybody that was there has sent me a message about how their life has changed and how they're changing everything else. I got to meet a lady that channels Thiel. This lady um, is the one that actually started uh, Abraham Hicks in her work in, in channeling. And I got to meet her. I got to give her a hug. I got to look her right in the eyes and, and say, hello. It was amazing, you know. I I felt that. I She looked at me and she just knew that I channeled something, someone that it just made my heart fall. And it's like, wow, you know. People miss out on this. I mean, my they got to, my my uh, class on Saturday got to see her and and see her husband and everything, Marcus. And that that's just amazing. These amazing people and everything. And that, that's going to be in their minds forever. That they met this wonderful lady, you know, who she said too is that she may not be through Phoenix, Arizona again for a while. Wow, what an amazing concept that that uh, we get to meet these wonderful people out there. But guess what? Some people miss out because of their priorities and miss out not coming to the class or being in the class and everything else and doing the things that they should be doing because of their priorities. They put aside their priorities of, of what they really want to do in life and do for something for somebody else and miss out. It's a quite priority thing. It is, and it's like I feel sorry for some of the, my friends and that then didn't get to come to the class because mm-hmm. it was an amazing class. Right. So that's that's my feeling. It's just uh, the cliche thing is over with for me. Right. Well, don't take it for granted too. Like you were kind of saying, is you know, oh well, it is what it was or is what it is, and you know, I'll do it next time. But like you said, maybe there won't be a next time. You know, so you know, try not to miss all your opportunities out there. You know, try to see what you can do to make it happen. I mean, obviously there are some real life stuff that you know will you know you know, keep you bound from doing so, but gosh darn, if you can figure it out, you know, do it. Even if you took one of the days out of the two days, you know, just to get something out of it, because you will get something out of it, even even if you went to the one class. Well, no, and I'm not just to talk about my class. I'm talking about Right. No, I get that. I'm just, just, yeah. yeah. There's so much out there that... Absolutely. You know, I I miss out, and I thought about this myself, is that I will never forget, and I think you were... uh, you're part of it talking to me about it is that um, Greg Braden was in town and he was going to be at this uh, church and, and it wasn't that expensive to go see him and everything else is the unity church. And you actually brought, you're the one that brought it up to me and said, Hey, Greg Braden's in town. And everything yeah. else. I said, well, next time he comes around, I'll, I'll go see him. The next time he came around, he was twice as much money. Wow. And it was, I'm like, okay, missed opportunity. What did I do? What did I do that day? I helped somebody. I went and did something for somebody else instead of doing that for myself. That was the whole thing is that I set aside something that I wanted to do so I could go help somebody, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's bad, but excuses, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, Mercury retrograde, that is one of the big spiritual excuses I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Sorry, I can't do that because it's Mercury retrograde. Sorry, I can't do this because it's Mercury retrograde. It must be Mercury retrograde that's doing this to me. It's Mercury retrograde that's doing this. Is Mercury in retrograde right now? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> enough is enough. So, yeah, I'm tired of the cliches and, and, the, and the excuses and, and that is. It's not what it is, is it is what it is. It's not because, you know, it's you know this, that, and the other thing. It's because of what's inside of us. You know, we have to really take a look at what's inside of us and what we really want in this life. Mm-hmm. And if this is what we really want, it's going to it's going to be there. Well, you know? exactly. You know, just like that old saying, you know, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So live today. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because maybe that person, place or thing won't be there tomorrow or you yourself, you yeah, know, exactly. so don't miss out on opportunities. Right. It's it's it's, it's the whole idea that, you know, it's like. Uh, people think take things for granted, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you know, I'm just going to take this for granted because it'll come back around. I'm sure it will. That, 
No, I've done that way too often. I've done that with people. I've done that with uh, my life and everything else and different things that I don't take anything for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it may be the last time you see somebody, you give them a hug, you know, or tell them goodbye or something like that. Give them a big hug or kiss or whatever and that. It may be the last time you see them. You take for granted that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I don't like that. I, I, I really, being in Idaho... And being away from my friends and loved ones and everything else and working up there, it's it's kind of made me see some things that, not that I don't want to see, it's just me seeing things that is right in front of me now. Mm-hmm. And, and it it makes me kind of go, okay, I get it. You know, I, I'll never forget to talk to Cynthia Dunn in California and that before I got here, Phoenix. And she says to me, she says, I'm changing. She's changing. She's talking about herself and that she's changing. Um, she decided one day that she says, you know, if I want to be happy, I'm going to be happy. I just decide I'm going to be happy. And she says, I worked on that for almost a week of saying, I'm just going to be happy today. She says it changed her whole outlook on things and changed who she is. She's always a happy, loving person anyway, but it did. It changed her. And she's, She's happy who she is, and, I, and I'm, I'm happy she, who she is too. That so. Oh, of course. It's like we have choices in life to what we do, you know. And she chose to be happy, and that's what she wants to be. And she's a happy person. I always see her as a happy person, anyway. She typically is. Yeah. But good for her, you know. Even if it's just for herself, you know, because we all need to remember our happy feet, you know, within ourselves. <laughs> I like the happy feet. That's mm-hmm. actually a funny show too to watch. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just to reflect for just a moment, Rod, that, um, you know, you're talking about missed opportunities and, you know, missing this and that. So reflecting back to your class that you had this past weekend, the Blue Star and, and the, you know, Alice Bailey's Seven Rays, is that um, each color represents a, a, a year that it came into manifestation and what what the meaning of it is. So, for example, blue um, came out, I think, in 15-something, if I remember right. But it's about um, uh, love and, and, and wisdom, love and right. wisdom, the right. blue color. So my point is here is that the red and the purple came out, but they went, they, but they went away. So, you know, those are missed opportunities. But people who were born or who lived those those years that they were in manifestation, you know, lucky for them, but guess what? It's not in anymore. And with that also being said is that what's beautiful and crazy all at the same time, it really is, is that orange is getting ready to come into uh, manifestation. And uh, I find it just very fascinating. And I love sharing this in the, you know, in your blue star classes or my color classes that this orange is about ready you know to open up and you know energy precedes itself i think it's already in in process yeah what does orange mean again yes so orange is um harmony through conflict that's right yeah yeah yeah. yes harmony through conflict and here's the thing is that all the other ones that are in you know that are um open right now or or within us right now um are like you know the 1500s the 1600s the 1700s this one, the orange one, it is the only one so far that I know of is actually going to uh, open up and be in manifestation in 2025. In our lifetime. In our lifetime. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. It's incredible. And think about it. It's incredible. Look at our, look at our world today right now. Oh, it's just absolutely. like it's, it's right in sync. Right. So... Man, Alice Bailey was right on schedule with that. <laughs> she she rocks it, man. Yes, she does. Yeah. So I just there's a whole that. story that goes with it. We're not going to share it here because we shared it in the classes. You share it in your class, and I share it in my class, and that. And uh, if you want the whole story, you gotta you know you gotta come to that class because yes, it's definitely. a pretty it's a pretty amazing story of what happens uh, during the manifestation of this t- period in time that, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like an aha moment. And I really believe that. I mean, it's it is it's an aha moment when people stop and look at where orange is right now and where it's going to go to. Mm-hmm. It fits everything. Fits. That's why I said before 
the last election, I knew who was going to be president because the seven rays of light. There you go. Just just a hint. I'll give you a hint on that. Some chaos yeah. and yeah. that going on. That, but it's pretty cool. It's like it. If you take a look at all the things that happen in this world, and that, and you can figure out things without being overly intuitive. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's signs everywhere. You know, and Alice Bailey's work and that is is she's she's got some great she. She's about the signs. She's about seeing the things. She's about the planets and, and alignments and everything. It's, she's got some really great ideas in that, too. And the way you presented it, it was pretty amazing. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, the Rainbow Bridge, you know, crossing over. I think I, 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 one other thing I wanted to share with you about the, the seven rays, <clears throat> and I'm glad you brought that back up, is because the red and the purple are out of date right now. I mean, they kind of went away. Mm-hmm. It's interesting if you want chakra wise, the purples are crown and the red is our base. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, you know, we're just in limbo right now. In in the sense is that if we don't have a a, a crown or a base, that because that, those colors went away, in this that in that sense, it's kind of a foundation, kind of fascinating to look at that because it is. It's if you look really close to it. And say that because in the blue star classes we switch up the uh, the uh, chakras. The chakras change. Right. So without the base and the crown chakra in that, we still can live, and that's because we're celestial beings. But imagine people that aren't and they don't know how to feel and they become numb to things. And that if their base chakra and their crown chakra shut down, they're not going to know how to feel. It's right. fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. There's so much fascination out there, <laughs> and there's a lot of crazy out there. And there you go. There's your <laughs> your crazy harmony and, and conflict. No, I'm kidding. It's it's really um, quite the deal out there. And, you know, we are here to, you know, be a part of it and help make things better, too. Who else would sit on Valentine's Day and do a podcast in their, back, in their mother's backyard and cook this beautiful meal that besides us, and talk about this stuff. This is this is how I, what I love doing. I mean, this is so much fun. It's like I'm so glad to be back in Phoenix here with you. We cooked this wonderful meal together, and we sat at the podcast equipment, and we sat decided to talk about deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of cool? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I love it. It's just we are who we are. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. You know, for the longest time, that I always tell people, I'm not a drinker. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a drinker. I don't smoke, and I don't swear or anything else. That, but you know, every once in a while, I will have a drink. We put ourselves upon a pedestal sometimes and say, "Oh, I'm holier than thou," so I don't drink and that. So, so you know, kind of making fun of us having a maybe a drink tonight while we're doing a podcast because it's just we don't have to put ourselves on pedestals anymore. You know, we're just who we are. Oh, absolutely. You know, heck if. Jesus can turn water into wine. We're all we're all okay. <coughs> yes. Why did he turn it into wine anyway? Why why did why why couldn't they just have water <laughs> to help to help calm and numb the pain? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 how you see it, right? To bring antioxidants into our body. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. No, I you know that was really funny because in Sunday school I actually asked that question as you know. Why do you have to turn into wine? Can't we just they just have water? Cause, I mean, do you have to have wine with your bread and fish? Well, apparently so. Why not? Why not? Why not? I get it. I got that. Was it a Merlot that they had or was it, you know? It was you know, sacred. What goes along with fish, you know, with kind of wine? I don't know, but I think it's pretty cool. If Jesus turned water into wine... And Mary Magdalene's all about the chalice. Guess what? You put the wine in the chalice and you can have a drink. Oh, my God. You got, well, the, you got a cup to hold your wine. Got the cup to hold. Hey, the two go together, right? Okay. Just like Jesus and Mary Magdalene, they go together. Try not to picture it. Anyway. So no, it's, it's cool. Yeah, the chalice and the wine. Yeah. So Jesus is the, the wine. Cup. Yes, and and uh, Mary was the cellist, so we have the wine and the yeah. Anyway, I was saying it like you put the wine in the cup. Oh, I got and it. And you drink it all up. 
Like the lime and the coconut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was really clever what I just came No, up with. I think it's very clever, too, that I was just trying to get my piece of chocolate in my mouth. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, speaking of the Magdalene, I, um, I am on this passionate role, and I know I mentioned it, you know, a year ago when we were doing the Sacred Feminine, and, uh, being in your class and helping out on this past weekend, I was allowed, I had my, my hour of power, <laughs> my <laughs> hour of power. Yes. My power of hour and hour of power. I just, oh, Rod, I just love talking about the sacred feminine and, and the, the feminine energies that are out there and the golden, the golden age. And I found what was fascinating too, is that, so this year is a two year, right? And, uh, Two plus one plus eight is uh, 13, right? No, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I meant 12. <laughs> and I have no idea what you're counting. I know, wait. Two, wait, eight, nine, 10, 11. 11. Yes, yeah, 11. So it's two. Sorry. Anyways, um, I know he's looking at me crazy. I'm not thinking straight. I, I'm terrible at math half the time. Anyway, awesome. so it's a two year. Right. Or. A master year, eleven. So if you if you let's let's look at this year as more of an, a master year because the vibrations out there are increasing, and so I say let's go for the eleven as the master. And uh, with that being said, it's the it's the polar opposites. It's your yin and your yang. Your right. you know your black and your white. Your day and your dark, and things like that. Well, in color wise, it's black and white, and uh, I. Whenever I, there's two colors together, I always feel like there's always a third color of an, and I always call it the accent color. Okay. And uh, so I kept seeing and feeling and hearing, you know, within myself, pink, 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 pink. I'm like, wow, okay, well, that, that sounds pretty cool, you know, unconditional love. Pink represents unconditional right. love. It's <coughs> also the softer part or, of the heart chakra, right? right? Yep. You have the green and the pink. Um, but I also was getting another color, which was really crazy and, and awesome. I was getting gold. Wow. Yeah, gold. So gold is typically, okay, two things. One, if you're talking metal, it's the masculine. Right. Right, because copper and silver is the feminine. But um, on color, as far as realms go, gold is you know pretty high up on the right you know the dim- dimensions and the realms of of you know of you uh, when you're going up the chakras and what have you gold you know is pretty high up there close to the white so i'm thinking wow okay so i'm seeing pink and gold and how beautiful is that we're in a golden age but honestly i drive to work down central and there's this billboard that i pass Every day, Monday through Friday, and it's, you know, this billboard of this jewelry. And actually, there's two. Actually, there's one on Dunlop, one on Central. And I kept looking at it, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of pretty, you know, the rings and the jewelry on the billboard. And it it was like I had a V8 juice hit me, you know, (laughs) on my head one morning going, OMG, oh, my gosh. There it is. There it is. The pink and the gold is rose gold. And that is a a huge popular uh, metal right now. Well, it is. And it's perfect because you have the like the the softer side, the the pink, you know, the unconditional love. You have the power of the gold. These are high vibrations, but yet on a beautiful, subtle, um, loving, harmony level. So you have your black and your white, you know, your your pillars, your polar opposites. But yet you have your your pinks and your gold. And so I find that very fascinating that that's the metal right now too. And it didn't even occur to me, you know. Right. So that, to me, this year, this master year, or two-year, which is also duality and harmony, balance, right? right? It's perfect. So that's where we're coming in with it. With the pink and the gold, it's bringing harmony together with the black and the white, which brings, you know, harmony together because it's a balance. And so I just find it fascinating. So also, when I was doing some research on uh, some more Alice Bailey information, um, I ran across this uh, symbols. And the going back to the the rays, the blue ray is of, again of love wisdom, which right. represents the feminine side. And in the picture of that one, it had a chalice in gold <coughs> and a rose, a pink rose. 
sit at the bottom of the chalice. I'm like, oh my goodness, there it is. There's your love wisdom, which represents, you know, the feminine, which also philosophy, the word philosophy is love wisdom. Love wisdom is philosophy. It's the same, same, it's the same word. So I find that fascinating that love wisdom is of the sacred feminine or is of the feminine in the triangle. And then yet, yet you got the chalice, the gold beautiful gold chalice and the pink rose and they all go together it's like synchronicity <laughs> synchronicity i'm like oh my goodness oh my goodness i love it well that's awesome that is awesome mm-hmm. wow so that's that's where we're at right now this love wisdom this pink gold this rose gold it's all rose i like that rose gold actually because the pink right. rose um it it all goes hand in hand with this with this feminine energy that's coming through it's you know it's right it's about raising the vibration of her so what what is the feminine movement in in a, in a nutshell? I mean, is it is it the you know everybody getting together and marching against uh, mankind or anything like that? Or what what is the feminine movement? Well, <laughs> no, not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> not in my house. No, no, um, and you know that's fine for those out there, but um, no. What what I speak of is of a vibration, is of energy. It's a feminine energy. Um, we have the masculine energy, and uh, this is the feminine energy. She has she is coming through. I I believe so strong, and that's why people are feeling things. Even men are feeling sensitive these days, and they're probably going scratching their head, going, "What the heck happened to me? I was a man yesterday. Now today, I'm not quite sure what I am." <laughs> you know. But seriously, she she is part of this golden age. She is the second coming, as far as I'm concerned. And when I say she, I'm just talking the feminine energies, and right. I I right. do address her as she. She's beautiful. She's powerful. She's loving. She's nurturing. She's she's everything. She's everything that was taken away millennia ago, oh. which goes back to what I feel and believe. At least the Mary Magdalene, and probably the women before her, actually. Right. There's been a lot of women who have done fabulous, beautiful work back in the days and still today that aren't being recognized. And that's all on human level, but still there's also the spiritual sacred level and energetic level with that being said, I feel. And uh, so this energy, this feminine movement is about this energy that's flowing through to help cleanse and clear and balance, bring the harmony the harmony through all this conflict that's out there. The conflict is because there's too much of, of one side and not so much of the other side. It needs to be more balanced. I like that. Yeah. I really do like that. Thank because, you. But it is. I mean, there's a balance there. And, but, you know, I'm not trying to be the, uh, whatever they call it, the mean guy or whatever else. But, you know, if we believe that uh, there's no such thing as male or female in the, in the, in the aspect of that, but yet we still say that there's a feminine movement in a, in a woman. Right, we address so it that way. How, how, do, how do we look past that or look at that without going to, hey, we're being hypocritical or anything else? Mm-hmm. Well, I believe it works on both the uh, energetic, spiritual level and the, and the physical, human level. In other words, um, yeah, the being and the human being. So, um, and as far as the human being goes, it goes back to the women who were not allowed to speak their voice, who were not allowed to share their voice and, and, and share the word and et cetera. Um, as far as the spiritual uh, energy level, yes, I said earlier, God is both male-female energies, okay? So still, you, it's always been the, the him side, the he side, and so we're trying to bring the she side in, even though it's all one. But you still got to bring that balance of the energy of it up to balance. Right. So, I mean, is there even actually a word for he, she? I mean, to, in, in, to be... Oneness. A, oneness. Okay. So we use oneness instead of a feminine movement. What if it's a oneness movement? Okay, we could probably roll with that. Well, I'm just asking. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, you get people out there asking that question. It's like, well, if you don't believe that uh, there's... You know, man and and women that in, in that spiritual sense of that, you know, what is it? You know? But if you are heavy on one side, and it has been for you know centuries, you have to bring up the other side to make it harmony, to make it a oneness, though. Right. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's going to get to the point where it's going to be a prejudice. You know, it's like um, calling somebody you know a woman or a lady or whatever. 
and they're not. You know, it's going to become a prejudice of that, of that when people believe that okay, I'm, I'm neither male or female. I'm I am who I am. You know, it, it's it's we got it's going to be a oneness, and then that, I like that. I like that how it's put out there, oneness. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the super me. Oh, I love my super me. <laughs> I love that super me, too. I think that's just awesome. That So it's it's that oneness of super me, you know. Right. I am who I am, you know. Right. You know, how do you want to describe me? I'm the tall person with gray hair. You know, it's not, don't describe me as male or female or anything else. That This is oneness that we have is that we have to start describing people in a certain sense and that. Uh, could you describe people in energy? I think that would be fascinating if everybody in this world all of a sudden had to describe somebody by their energy and how they perceive it. Mm-hmm. So you, you say that uh, we're in a booth together at a restaurant and I get up to pay for it and they say, well, where are you sitting? And I'd have to say, well, that goddess energy in the back corner there, the glowing gold <laughs> person back there, that's who I was with. You know, it's like you have to describe the energy instead of describe the person. Right. But they're kind of fun to do with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Just all of a sudden, you know, how do you describe your dog by its energy and then? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to do that. Right, but, right. But that'd be fun. Right. be fun to try. Yeah. So, anyway, we've got some, a lot of stuff going on and everything. you got, you got some really crazy stuff in your life kind of changing and going through some stuff too aren't you really? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you raise your eyebrows at me it's like yeah i do i do some of the stuff i don't want to talk about yet but you know uh, we got some changes and in, in things going on uh, so you know i i'm excited about uh working with dr meal coming up here i'm excited about talking working with uh, moselle and, and jamie clark and mm-hmm. and you that uh, we got some really great cool stuff uh, what is your favorite part? Is it one-on-one with a client or doing group readings? Yeah, I'm looking at you when I said that. I don't what's my favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? What's oh, your... I don't know. I I think they're both good. <laughs> you think they're both good? Mm-hmm. Really? You don't have a favorite? Do you have a favorite? Yes, I do. What is it? Why don't you share yours? <laughs> <laughs> well, since I have a favorite, I thought you'd have a favorite. Oh, my favorite's always been is is actually group uh, readings. Uh, you know, doing uh, getting a bunch of people together and doing cold readings or or gallery type readings. Uh, I think that's just a blast. I mean, it it's fun. It is fun. I you definitely know. like that a lot. You know, it's it, you know I. I get to see energy. I watch energy all day and, you know, I get to see what energy looks like and everything else. So it becomes a challenge when I have no idea who this person is. And you just get to see what what they allow you to see. Mm -hmm. That is so fascinating. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not... It's different, you know, to than the person that you know, and they're coming to see you, and there's just one one, and you've given them readings before, and you set across from them, and you're you know the answers to things before they even ask you any questions. So I think it's fascinating. Is it? Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the one on ones. Oh my gosh, I do. I mean, tomorrow I got seven of them. So, you know, you think I'm going to be resting tomorrow? Ha ha ha! I'm working my butt off tomorrow. <laughs> so anyway, so I don't don't get me wrong. I love my clients and one on one clients and that, but I love a challenge too. I love the challenge of of a person where I get to challenge myself and and see really deeply what I want to see and and try to see past what people want to, want you to see because they're going to try that. People try that all the time. It's like I only want them to see this, and they they try and they show it. I want to see past that. I want to see how far I can go with it. So that's my favorite. You don't have a favorite then yet? Well, I, I They can't do. see you nod your head. I know. Well, I mean, I do like that a lot. It's fun because there's more more of a collaborative. Right. You know? So well, it makes it funner. Oh, you know, putting putting a bunch of uh, uh, intuitives together, and then we start playing off each other's energy. <clears throat> you know, we start seeing... We're looking through the same window, looking at different parts and pieces, though. 
because mm-hmm. our experience in life makes us look at different things. Right. So I, I think that's fascinating. Is that I look through a window and I see something, and you see something completely different. Mm-hmm. And I find that fascinating. And, and, and it's like, it, what an amazing thing to do, to be able to do. And I, you and I play off each other really well, and I love giving reads with you. You're fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Just well, it's fun, though, too, that, you know, somebody will say something, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, a, that's what I was picking up on, too. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yep. That is. Isn't that great? It's a validation, instant validation when you have other people with you. It's like, oh, they saw the same thing I did. Oh, how cool is that? So I know um, we have a sweet little friend that we surprised her last Friday. Her name's Lauren, and she's probably listening to our podcast right now. Uh, and she wants us to be do, do a uh, Reiki share before I leave. So we're working on putting together a Reiki share, aren't we? We're going to have fun with that. You keep nodding your head. Yeah. Is, <laughs> are you getting tired? <laughs> no. No, you're funny. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Yeah. yeah. Speak, Cindy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that sweet little girl, she wants us to do a uh, Reiki share. So we're going to probably try to find a place to do a Reiki share. That's going to be a lot of fun, won't it? Yes, absolutely. Yep. yep. So we kind of got away from you in that. To, I know, just a little bit. Yeah, what happened? You cut my my roll of passion about the feminine off. I did not. <laughs> For shame. I, I do. I, I'm very passionate. I just go off because I think it's so beautiful and so important. And uh. it's it's not a hateful, hurtful thing. It's It's just trying to allow people to be aware of what's out there and... And uh, and embrace it. It's a beautiful thing, you know. She's out there to nurture you and to, you know, love you. Well, that was the part I was trying to get to about the whole thing about you got some changes coming and everything else mm-hmm. that that you're going to start be putting together a group of women that uh, believe same as you do, and and uh, you guys are just going to start getting out there more and um, just get together and talk about this and what you can do to help the community. Right, exactly. And that's that's what the beautiful part about this is. You're not going after anybody. You're not tearing anybody mm. down. No. And that you just you want to see what you can do to help the community. Mm-hmm. And that with the, with this type of movement, um, friendly words, whatever it is. I mean, whatever you can do. That. Right. And I, I'm with you 100. percent I'm. I'll, I'll I'll sign up anytime to be Thank with you, you guys in that because I truly believe. You know I. I channeled, uh, you know, I channeled Jesus Christ. I channeled a bunch of higher um, avatars and that, and and I know, I know what what went on. I, I know what it felt like, and I know what it feels like, um, in to to see what I've seen in the past. Um, I watched you channel Mary Magdalene and everything else. Then it just brings tears to my eyes. I'm telling you too. So. Oh, she brings tears <clears throat> to my eyes. Oh my yeah. goodness. So. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, it's like we got some uh, other animals running through the backyard here. It's kind of crazy. Yes. So, so um, anyways, I just I think this is something super beautiful. This whole you know feminine thing, and you know it's again it's not anything negative. It's just it's it's a wave of energy, and and men are feeling the feeling it too you know and uh yeah you know, well we all are i mean yeah absolutely it's just not, and that's i think that's part of you brought up a few minutes ago a little bit ago the super me right the super me that i came up with when i was on the mountain one day hiking it is um you know we're always working on our you know physical mental emotional spiritual i'm thinking you know i want to switch that around instead of having spiritual at the end of my saying when I say physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, I'm going to put it at the beginning. So how can I do that by putting at the beginning, you know, having spiritual, physical, mental, emotional. And I'm like, how can I, you know, do that? What can I do with it? What can I do to play a play on? And that's how I come up with super me. Right. Super me. So what it is, is the capital S is spiritual. And then you, and then P is the uh, physical and then ER, and then me is the mental and the emotional. So I've trademarked it, so no one else can use it. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> Just so you all know. So Super Me is is really all about ourselves. It's about working on our spiritual, physical, mental, emotional self bodies and uh, to raise our own vibration. And again, this feminine energy is, is here to help raise that vibration because we're so off balance in a lot of ways that she's here to help bring that to fruition for you. It, it, at least, you know, to help raise it and, and bring it to some sort of fruition. Oh, absolutely, yes. You know, we're always on a quest. We're always, you know, going to be, you know, coming back for more and learning more. And But it, it's definitely to help raise a vibration for now. Absolutely. Wow. Within yourself. Within ourselves, yeah. And, and to heal. It's all, right. When I say raise, raise a vibration, it's also meaning that you're healing yourself, you know? Right. This is amazing, Cindy. I mean, um, all the stuff that we're we're doing and everything else, and the stuff that you're doing, and and that uh, there's some amazing stuff, and and I'm really excited about this. And um, is there an email if somebody wants to email you about this and and uh, ask you some questions and that about your your movement? Sure, it's Cindy Got Moon. Let me explain that and spell it. <laughs> Okay. So it's C Y N D E E G O T M O O N at yahoo.com. So here's the thing. Of course, it sounds like it's a playoff or play on, whatever they call that. Uh, you know, got milk, got sand, etc. So it's Cindy Got Moon. Actually, what it really means is um, Cynthia um, is, you know, means goddess of the moon. So actually, got is goddess of the. So G-O-T is goddess of the. So actually, it's Cindy or Cynthia, goddess of the moon. But anyways, in short, it's Cindy got moon. Isn't that cute? Yes, it's cute. I love uh, it. I think, oh, I think it's pretty clever. It's I pretty came clever. up with that. Yeah, that is clever. That's what I Especially too. for you, that's pretty clever. Oh, I have moments. They're so cool and clever. <laughs> so good. So they can email you and, and uh, get some more information about uh, your your beautiful little movement. And I'm excited about that because... Um, this beautiful movement that you have going on is going to be is important to a lot of people. It really is. And I'm here to help share and spread this. I have this, again, a huge passion for it. And I have this love that radiates from my heart chest. And she, she, my, she is just, she just wants to help and, and send love and, and to help with this movement. There's just something that's so within me and around me that is pushing the envelope of this. And please help me out. Anybody <laughs> yep. out there, how can I get this out there? I right. know if you ever meet me, you'll find this you know beautiful, loving energy around me, and you're going to feel wonderful. But I want to help get it out there. You right, know? absolutely. So I my idea, I've shared this with Rod, if I could just stand in front of a, a big audience of people and just let the love radiate out of right. my heart chakra area, my chest, and just for everybody to feel that, I think they would just um, have a beautiful healing. Oh, and I, that's, I agree that's that. my vision, personally, is just stand in front of people and just allow that beautiful love to flow. Yep, you do it already for many people already. Right. So... Well, I'm going to have to call it a good night here. It's uh, coming up on our hour here. Okay. So we're going to have to, it's lovely. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you, this. thank you all We're, we're going to do this again before I leave. I know we are. We have to. It's just a beautiful thing. It's funny is that uh, I have an email address too, but mine everybody makes fun of because it sounds like Rodley Man instead of Rod Lyman. <laughs> That's true. It's like, so everybody thinks it's Rodley Man, but it's Rod Lyman, az at gmail.com. You can email me and ask me any questions you want about uh, what's going on with me. And uh, you're going to be seeing Cindy and I doing some pretty crazy stuff and pretty cool stuff coming up here. Um, it's it's always a pleasure to come back to Phoenix and be with you and and have all the fun we have and, and share all this stuff. Now, if you guys want to sponsor us, we'd love to have sponsors and that to help us pay for these and, and do a lot more of these. And... Uh, just let us know, help us out, and everything else you got are both of our emails. If you want to talk to us in that aspect too, uh, look us up anywhere. The Rod and City Podcast. We're on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. We're on um, Instagram. Oh my gosh, we love our Instagram. It's RC Podcast. 
That's our handle, RC Podcast. Mm-hmm. And you love it, too. You love some of the stuff that we share. That We'd love to follow you, too, back. You guys have a great, great night. It's a cooling off here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm about ready to call tonight. How about you, hon? Yeah, me too. Thank you all so very much. And thank you for listening to what I have to say and and, and want to share. Um, please spread the word. And it's a beautiful thing out there. And you're beautiful. And I'm beautiful. And you're beautiful. We're all beautiful. It's a beautiful morning. morning. Oh, night. night. Okay. It's a night now. Love you all. Love Thank y'all. you. Yep. Like I always say, that you're loved and I am blessed. Have mm-hmm. a good night. Mm-hmm.